This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending May 22nd of 2021, the government's rental assistance program is helping landlords, rent growth speeds up, and the housing boom is adding value to opportunity zones. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week and a Treasury Department announcement that it has distributed $6 billion in rental assistance in the past two weeks. And more money is on the way. A total of $21.6 billion was allocated to the program as part of a stimulus package approved in March. Another $25 billion had been approved in December. The funding is important to help people pay off tenant debt to landlords as eviction moratoriums expire. And more Americans are heading back to work. The latest unemployment report shows that initial jobless claims were down 34,000 last week to 444,000. That's the lowest number we've seen in more than a year. More than 16 million people are still getting unemployment checks, but that number is also decreasing. Several states say they plan to stop offering the additional $300 a week in federal benefits to encourage people to get back to work. That program is supposed to end on September 6th. CNBC reports that a few states are also offering a one-time bonus for people who start working again. Those states include Arizona, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oklahoma with bonuses ranging from $500 to $2,000. The latest round of housing data shows another drop for existing home sales. The National Association of Realtors says they fell 2.7% in April to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.8 million homes. It's the third month in a row that sales fell as the inventory crunch continues. NAR's chief economist, Lawrence Yun, expects to see more inventory as further COVID-19 vaccinations are administered and potential home sellers become more comfortable listing and showing their homes. Residential construction was also down in April. The U.S. Census Bureau reports a 13% decline in month-to-month single-family home starts. Permits were also down by 4%. Economists had expected better numbers. Senior economist Andrew Grantham at CIBC Capital Markets told MarketWatch that the decline is probably the result of material shortages such as lumber, and possibly labor as well. That decline did not hurt builder confidence, though. The National Association of Home Builders reports that the monthly index held steady in May. Although builders face challenges, the NAHB says that builders remain confident about the strength of the housing market. Mortgage rates returned to that 3% level this past week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 6 basis points to exactly 3%. The 15-year was up 3 basis points to 2.29%. And in other news-making headlines, rent growth sped up in March to its fastest pace since the beginning of the pandemic. Realtor.com says the median rent in the 50 biggest metros was up 2.7% year-over-year. Before COVID-19, the annual rate was 3.2%. Realtor.com says that two-bedroom units are seeing the most growth. They were up 5.2% annually. The website's chief economist, Daniel Hale, says if the trend continues, renters could expect to be paying pre-pandemic rates by as early as this fall. Tech hubs still have a ways to go because rents were high and they fell the most as employees worked remotely from less expensive areas. But tech companies are announcing return-to-office plans. So rents in the tech hubs are starting to turn around. Redfin is reporting a new high for the median home price. According to its researchers, The national median home price hit $370,528 in April. 
That's a 22% increase from a year ago. That percentage may be somewhat skewed, of course, because people weren't buying very many homes in April of last year. But Redfin's chief economist, Daryl Fairweather, says that the tight inventory will keep those prices climbing. She says it's going to take years for builders to catch up, and the housing boom is far from over. In April, for-sale homes only spent on average 19 days on the market. Redfin says that 49% of them sold for more than asking price. Both of those are new records. The national home price numbers pale in comparison to California. NAR says the median there has flown past $800,000 for the very first time. The new median home price for California is $813,980. That's up 7.2% from March, and it's up 34% from the previous year. Again, that year-over-year percentage is probably skewed because of the pandemic lockdown. The housing boom is also adding value to opportunity zones. Those are, of course, federally designated areas that need the help of investors. In exchange for long-term opportunity zone investment, they'll get tax breaks. The program was approved as part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. According to Adam Data Solutions, two-thirds of those areas have seen home price growth of at least 10% in the first quarter of this year. Prices are still much lower than the rest of the nation, though. Researchers say that about 43% of the opportunity zones have median home prices that are less than $150,000. But the percentage is going down. A year ago, it was 50%. You'll find links to the stories and reports I've referenced in this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fedke, and thanks for joining me on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.